Hey, my friends, if you're looking for a faster, better way to grow and scale your landscape business, you likely don't need to join just another free Facebook group or watch another YouTube video. What you need is a proven, cohesive growth strategy for your business, along with the one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching and accountability to support you every step of the way. And that's exactly what the Million Dollar Academy delivers to you. The Million Dollar Academy is coaching, tools, accountability, and done free resources for landscapers who want to take the guesswork out of scaling and growing towards a profitable multiple six, even seven figure plus business without all the stress and all the hours of agonizing. How do I get everything done? Or am I doing this right? Or what do I need to focus on next? The Million Dollar Academy is about thinking differently and thinking bigger about how to be a successful business owner. It's about more than just being good at landscaping. It's about how to create more profit and how to scale all while relieving some of the pressure on yourself. We do have group and one-on-one -on -one coaching spots available. So if you want to go learn more, head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash academy and get in there today. Before we get started, I just want to remind everybody it is foster dog season. We have mm. a foster dog in the house currently. If you're new to us, we adopt greyhounds and foster galagos, which are Spanish greyhounds. They bring them over from Spain because they use them as hunting dogs and then just uh, dispose of them, I guess yeah, is the kind way to... That's a kind way to put it. Yeah, it's not a good situation. So anyway, so we have a galago right now. He is a little barky, so you might hear it or see him bump cameras. But they're pretty cute, so it's all worth it. Um, <laughs> so just a disclaimer, you might hear him. His he's, name's Andreas. He's really cute. He's laying down right now. He's being good. He's so. being pretty good for the moment. So what else? Oh, we've got our Profits Up workshop coming up. If you are finding yourself like, oh, I've got work, I'm getting booked up, but I still don't have the money that I think I should be having, then you probably have an estimating problem. Because um, yes. we talked to more than one landscaper who's like, you know, my schedule is full. You know, last summer I couldn't have fit in more work mm -hmm. if I wanted to, but I still don't really have the profits that I think I should have to show for it. Well, the problem too is a lot of people think they're estimating properly and then they go through the whole season and then they go submit their taxes and they're like, you didn't make any money this year. And you're like, what the hell? So take so advantage. Let's get, get in front of, of that. Yes. That's the moral of the story is let's get in front of that. Yeah. So we've got a workshop coming up on the 24th, all about how you can really harness the power of estimating systems. Mm -hmm to plan for your profit in advance. So we'll throw the link in the show notes, get on there. It's going to be great. We've done this one a few times. It's always a good time. Yeah, we're changing it up a little bit. So if you've been in our past ones, we're changing it oh, up yeah, a little bit more. Oh yeah, sign up again. We've, yep. we've updated and tweaked. But. So it's milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash power hour. Get signed up. Like I said, we'll have a link in there. It's going to be a great time. It's uh, the 24th at 7 p.m. Central time. So it'll be in the evening. So after you guys are done working, Hop in, ask questions. Yes, it's the best we could do with the time yeah. slot. There's never a perfect time no. slot, but get in there. It is worth it. Trust us. We've worked with hundreds of landscapers and the number one issue is always the numbers and the mm -hmm. estimating. It's the place to start. If you're not seeing the results you want in your business, it's really the place to yeah. start. No more guessing. Let's get in and learn our numbers. All right. <laughs> a quick word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out EasyBeasy. EasyBeasy is easy to use, easy to learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. 
With EasyBeasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. EasyBeasy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. EasyBeasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on EasyBeasy. Try EasyBeasy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. EasyBeasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mo crews, hardscape crews, and everything in between. Start saving time and money with EasyBeasy. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up today. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Alrighty, everyone, welcome back. So today we wanted to talk about low cost ways to find clients. This is something that we get asked a lot, especially from newer landscape companies that are trying to find ways to get new clients and how to get out there. And of course, we're all on a budget, you know, trying to keep our costs as low as possible for marketing and advertising. So today we thought we'd put together some kind of low cost ways to go about doing that. I think that's one of the good things about this industry is that you can do a lot of more um, organic marketing. It doesn't always have to be paid or and it can be low cost. And it can actually really, you can get a pretty good return on that. So. Yeah, absolutely. A few episodes back, we actually had a person that's really close to us, Andy Mulder. He does pretty much all organic. It's all close social to us media. location wise. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's in Northwest Indiana yeah. where we are. Um, so he does all social media posting and that's how he gets his clients. So it is possible. There's many other landscapers out there who do that as well. So you don't necessarily have to rely solely on paid ads and these expensive EDM cards and stuff. Nothing against those, but they can. They're costly. all just tools in the toolbox. Yeah. So, That's how I look at you it. You know, if you're just getting started or looking for some low cost ways, we have some uh, quick tips here for you. So the first one is actually asking your current customers for referrals. I know many of us don't do this or they don't think it's worth it. But I encourage you, especially when you're completed the job, it's all done. They're happy as can be on this job. Ask them, hey, do you know anybody that can use our services? You know, anybody that can use mowing, lawn maintenance, you know, whatever you're doing, just ask them. There's no harm. There's no fall on it. But many people, I think, are scared to do this or they just don't think there's value in it. And they may not know anybody right now. But the thing is, is when they're talking to their friends and their friends say, hey, you know, I, I really need to get some landscaping work done or whatever. Like, oh, I know somebody. So it may not happen right at that time. They may not think of anybody. It's just remember that it could go on in the future this way. Always. Because I've used this story before, but my sister had her hardwood floors redone. And we are silly gooses and <laughs> redid our own hardwood floors. And I like we did an okay job. 
But we will be calling that guy that my sister used the next time that we redo these because it smelled real bad and was a lot of work. Yeah. And so when I want it done again, I'm just going to pay somebody to do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's one of those where this guy will definitely get, you know, it's, it'll be a referral because mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the guy that my sister used. My older sister needs her floors done as well. So he didn't ask her, but uh, luckily he did a good enough job that she's going to just go ahead and organically give that referral. But had he asked, she would have definitely let him know that she has two sisters that both need mm -hmm. floors done. And then even if you've done some work for other client and, you know, you haven't heard from them in a while, you know, and you're like, well, I don't really want to call them asking for a referral. I encourage you to call them. And just say, hey, I just want to check in and see how that patio is doing, how that water feature is doing. And then before you end the call, you know, as long as everything is going smooth, just say, hey, you know, just curious if you know anybody else that could use our services or, you know, need some water feature done or hardscaping, whatever it is. Again, you're just asking for that referral. Again, timing is very important on this. You know, obviously the customer's upset or mad. We don't want to do that. You know, you need to use your best judgment on that and to find out when the best time to ask for that. Yeah. And if people react badly, I just <laughs> encourage you to not take it personally, mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people respect the hustle. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't get mad if, if I worked with a company. And so if they do, that just shows more about them than it does you. So please just don't take it personally. Yeah. The other thing you could do with referrals is to offer incentive. And it might be like something as simple as, you know, we'll just say you do water features, offer a free cleaning or something or offer some free treatments or something if they give you a referral. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a nice way to kind of thank them for, the, you know, giving the referral and it offers some incentive to, to promote you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And now the biggest thing with these referrals is to make sure you follow up with them. That's the most important thing. Like anything, when a customer calls, you need to be following up. These are very, very important to follow up with these, these people, these referrals, because it looks bad on not just you, but it looks bad for that person that referred you. So make sure you do your damnedest to get out there and follow up with them. And then if you do get a referral from somebody and you know who it is from, make sure you contact them. At least say thank you, send a little gift card or, you know, if you're offering some incentive, you don't have to offer, you know, send them anything, but you can just send a little handwritten thank you note, just anything, just show your appreciation for that. Yeah. And I would say your appreciation doesn't even have to be a discount on your services or something that no. you do. You could throw a coffee card in there wherever you live, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Something. whatever yeah. is popular yeah. in your area. Mm -hmm. That is my thoughts on that. And are, do you have in there anything about just emailing them this? Like, I'm trying to give you a little bit of an out if you don't like to just cold call people yeah. or you haven't had contact with that customer in a while. It doesn't hurt to go ahead and just email this to them. If you really are that person who is like, the thought of calling these people gives me a stomach ache at least throw it out in an email that's better mm -hmm. than doing nothing. And I think to me that works really good after you just finish the job mm -hmm. is to email them, thanking them. Give it like it, a week after yeah. the job and do like you said, yeah. you know, oh, hey, just following up on whatever service you did for them, mm -hmm. seeing how it's going, if you're happy with your service, if you've gotten yeah. referrals, yada, yada. And if you look at, you know, many other industries do this, you know, if you look on Amazon, I've gotten things from stuff I've purchased on Amazon. They send stuff, you know, if you can refer to them or and highlight them and other industries are doing this. So definitely take advantage of it. I would say I'm more of a fan of calling. I'd rather have that personal touch. To me, it's a little I bit I was just better, giving but... it out because done is better than perfect. So it if is. the perfect solution is to call everybody, that's great. But if you just need to get it done, an email is better than nothing. True. So the next thing that we have is to be online. And there's a lot of different free resources. 
and I'm talking like Google My Business or Google Business Profile now. I should say not Google My Business, but Google Business Profile beyond that, that is free. If you don't have a website, you can even set a free website through Google. I think it's googlesites.com or something like that, but you can be online there. Get out there on Yelp. Make sure all those things are up to date. Um, you know, Angie's List, House, whatever. Be out there and, you know, promoting yourself. And again, these are free resources that are out there. You don't have to necessarily do the paid Angie's List. You know, if you get out there, just get your information out there. And if you have your own personal social media accounts, it's okay to go ahead and post on your own personal ones. You don't have to only post on your business accounts. And I say this only because I had a good conversation with my friend the other day. Her daughter's school was hiring a new gym teacher. And my friend threw it out on her Facebook account. She's like, I don't know anyone who's a teacher. She didn't think it would reach anybody. But she's like, you know, but I, my daughter, she goes to a small private Catholic school. She's like, you know, I really think it would, it can't hurt basically mm -hmm. to put this out on my own personal Facebook page. Well, it turns out like her neighbor's two houses down like friend's brother ended up applying because they saw it through her post. So it's just one of those where even if you're like, oh, nobody I know wants this or is in need of this, you really never know who's looking at your stuff. So go ahead and throw it out there. Absolutely. And this brings up a good point. I actually saw somebody online the other day that had some new business cards made. They posted the business cards on their personal page, mm -hmm. but they scratched off the phone number. Well, that's and kind of defeats the point. And I understand that it was on their personal page. They wanted to keep their business separated from personal. But remember, everything's online. If they wanted to find your business, they could go look it up. For yeah, one. but why Why make people go through the extra yes. step? Yes. And they're worried, I guess, and just from reading some of the comments, they're worried about getting some people calling for whatever reason. But that's going to happen no matter what. If it's people want to track you down, whatever. they'll track you yeah. down. So, yeah. But you need to be putting yourself out there, like Katie said, everywhere and anywhere. Yeah, like promote, yes, you should yeah, be proud yeah. of your business. that You have this business and you're looking for business. So don't be ashamed of it. Put it out there and let the world know that you're available to work. The other thing on these listings that you have out there, whether it's Yelp or anything online, you want to make sure everything is up to date. Make sure your phone number, make sure your web address, your address is all correct your full business name is correct. So if you have, are an LLC, have it say LLC. If you're incorporated, have it say. The reason why is because Google will move your ranking up in the SEO portion because it sees you're consistent through everything. You've become what they call a trusted source. So if you have some of those that you see out there, you know, if you change your name or change your phone number in the past couple of years, make sure they're all consistent throughout the interwebs. So make sure that's up to date. And then, you know, Make sure you put some pictures out there all the time. You don't necessarily be on like house and putting updated pictures all the time, but just every so often, you know, maybe once or twice a month, just put a, throw a picture up there, throw a comment up there and make sure you're responding to any reviews. So if somebody leaves you a review on house or posts a question in there, respond to that. Even if they're not even from your area, if somebody gets on there and they're from another state, just leave a response. I think that's very important. Again, just monitor those things. Going back to like Kitty was mentioning these social media, that is an excellent free resource out there. You should be out there. Now, I don't think you necessarily have to be on like YouTube and, and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat. You can just kind of pick whatever. one and go for it. Yeah, yeah, just pick one or two and just stay consistent with it. That's part of it is just to make sure you're being consistent with posting. And, you know, with Facebook, you can do it. You can do posting to Instagram or if you do mm -hmm. an Instagram, you could do it to Facebook since they're the same meta company. So make sure you're just picking one or two and just kind of hammering those, do those things. The one thing I will say, just having spoken to some of our past clients is to, on, on, at least on the social media portion, is look at who your clients are. So 
referring to one of our clients, they deal with a lot of elderly people. I'm like, well, are your customers on Instagram or are they on Facebook? They're like, well, maybe Facebook. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you need to push Facebook more than the Instagram or TikTok. Like, Which makes sense yes. um, because I roll my eyes a little bit at Facebook just because it gets to be a little bit of whatever of people just like not having nice things to say. But when I think about it, like, yes, my mom doesn't check Instagram or <laughs> TikTok or anything else. Older folks are on Facebook. So yeah. if that's your clientele, that's where you put your stuff. And when I was speaking to this person, they're like, well, you know, it just seems like when I was posting on Facebook years ago, I was getting a much higher reach, you know, more views then than I am now. And that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Facebook has yeah. downplayed, I guess, the businesses a little bit. I'm not sure that's the correct term, but you're not ranking as higher. You're not getting into people's feeds as much. So this kind of goes back to the social media. Don't be afraid to repost. This is something that we are learning in our business. Don't be afraid to repost the same picture or same words or, you know, every couple of weeks, months or whatever. Yeah. Same, because the, the chances it. are people didn't see it. Yep. It probably didn't go into their feed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so don't be like, oh, I'm annoying people because I'm posting it too much or they don't want to see the same old crap again. Mm -hmm. They probably didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people that did see it have forgotten by now. So it's okay to go ahead and recycle stuff. We're not. I'm not saying don't do new stuff. You, yeah. mean you need to do new yeah. stuff. But like sometimes you're just in a pinch and you're like, Ugh, I need to put something out. Yeah. Just put something that you've had out there before. It's fine. Yeah. And the biggest thing with it is just be consistent. Post something at least a couple times a week. You know, again, if people do engage with your comments, reply to it. You know, leave a response to it. That's very important. Again, that's going to help push your things up. The more they people like to react, see engagement. yeah. So definitely make sure you are engaging with your clients. Use hashtags. That's another little tip I have on there. Make sure you use some I hashtags. I still don't. Well, I mean, I, don't, I know what hashtags are, but I do not know good hashtag strategy. I, yeah. I hear different things, and I don't know what to tell you for good advice because yeah. I've heard you know use a couple of like just like landscaping of the huge tags that have like over a million things and then use a couple of niche ones but then i heard it doesn't matter so i don't yeah, i, mean, I have it, no it's idea it's not going to hurt you to put them in there yeah. the other one would be using some of your hashtags that are local to your area so it might just be your city or town that you're mm -hmm. that you work in put sure. it on landscaping just those little things like that so if somebody's searching for landscaping in your town or city it might come up so just those little things the other thing with using social media especially facebook is to get into some of your local groups. Homebrew, I'm sure every groups. town has a little Facebook group yeah. now, page. Yeah. Now, the only thing you have to watch in those, sometimes you cannot promote your business in there. However, what you can do is go into those Facebook groups and you can search for lawn maintenance or you know, You can search through the comments yeah, and so, then you can reply back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you can just direct message mm -hmm. that person. Is so, asking like somebody's it. like, hey, my grandma's yard, you know, needs somebody to mow it this summer. Yeah. It, you know, looking for somebody local. And you, you can, can always reply to it and yeah, and then go the DM route. If, yeah. And you can go in that direct message and, and reply to that, you know, hey, you know, we're available. I'll DM you. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to do that. Put your name out there. Mm -hmm. But Look at those groups, see what you can actually do in there. If you can promote yourself, great. But most of them, at least in our area here, they do not allow that. So just Correct. just be aware of that. But that's just another free, cheap way to kind of get out there, especially if you're looking for work. Yeah. And if people know who you are and get used to seeing your face, like if it is like a local group, then when people start asking these questions, they might start recommending you, depending on how big your town is. Like we don't, we don't live in a huge city, but our Facebook groups, people are really good about like, Oh, hey, well, I would recommend so-and-so. Mm -hmm. I recommend yeah. so-and-so. It just gets you out there um, um, because people do like to recommend local people that they know. Yeah. 
so the other th next thing I have is to get out any local networking groups, any events. So if there's like farmers markets or, you know, local little events, festivals or whatever going on, mm -hmm. if you can get involved in those, you know, I know some people in our area I see are in the 4th of July parade. So they'll put a little mm -hmm. trailer together and do some things like that and cruise through town with, you know, their plants and whatever they have. So just look at whatever local things you have going on and see if you can yeah, get involved Yeah, we went in. to the fancy farmer's market that's yeah. a couple towns over. Mm -hmm. We did that for a while. Yeah, we've actually had pretty good results in that. It was mm -hmm. actually surprising the results we got. I think it made well, much more. this goes to show that like you're not always your customer because yeah. I remember when we did it, I'm like, who is going to show up to this farmer's market and be like, yeah, I'll throw down like, you know, a couple hundred bucks for this water feature that you have. <laughs> And people were doing it. Yep. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'm the person that takes like 20 bucks to a farmer's market. <laughs> and like, I will maybe get some like vegetables and a, something to eat. But yeah. these people were throwing down. They were doing it. Well, we kind of, I feel we did something kind of unique with our farmer market setup. We, we did. We bought a little trailer. It was like, a, I don't remember, a four by six or four by four trailer, a little trailer. We lined it with a pond liner, put some aqua blocks in there and had a drain on the bottom and then put some gravel on the top. So then when we get to the farmer's market, we set up a couple little fountains. I actually put jacks on all four corners of the trailer so we can push it in place, jack it level, filled up the water that was there. People put, loved it. Yeah, it was and, a good... Yeah, and it drew people in because they heard the water, saw the water. So, you know, kids would come over and there. And the promoters of the market liked it because it was different. Because yeah. I was worried like, oh, we're going to need water, da, da, da. They're like, no, yeah, we can hook you up with the spot. And then I was worried about draining it because like it was going to make a mess, but it was it was literally never an issue. Yeah, it was, yeah, it worked out really well for us. So just be kind of unique with it, even if you're just starting off and with the table and you know have some flowers, have some candy, have some little things that's going to draw kids in, draw the family in. Are you recommending and, people get creepy? Now you just sound like a creeper. Well, at home shows you'd want candy too. I know. I, I'm just teasing you because when we do <laughs> the last time we went to the GIE, I had lifesavers out on our table. And like, I had to go buy more because people are like, ooh, lifesavers, <laughs> yeah, thank you. So yeah. candy does draw people in. It, it does, just... it does. So yeah, local networking events are, are a big one. The next thing would be just kind of flyers and door hangers, getting out there and knocking on the doors and putting in, you know, flyers and door hangers if, if you can, you know, obviously check with your local yeah. area. Especially like HOA places yeah. might not let you in and have you doing that. But but those are always a great way. We get stuff here in our neighborhood all the time. People are hanging I stuff I respect up. the hustle. Yeah. And people have good luck with it. So the other thing we've done with our door hangers was if we're working on a job, we would go around to have our foreman go around the neighboring couple of houses. Yeah, go like four houses down yeah, four on five every houses direction. And just yeah. hang up a door hanger on there and let them know that we're working in the area. If there's any questions or anything. Well, because if they see you're working at that house and they're like, oh, they're doing a nice job. That mm -hmm. looks great. Oh, I have something that could be done. That person's going to be already kind of warmed up and hot yep. to work with you because they're like, oh, yeah, they're doing a good job. I, you know, you're fresh in their mind. And so because mm -hmm. I mean, we had a neighbor getting trees taken down and we have a tree that needs taken down. And I was like, oh, who they got? Yep. I, I was I was all up in it. So yeah. Nosy neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want to leave you with is something that one of our kitty members is doing, and it's actually pretty good results on it. They're actually kind of going, I would consider this old school, would be writing a letter to potential clients that you want. So similar to her working in, you know, on a house, she'd look around the neighboring houses and, and write down their address. And then she put together a nicely written letter, you know, the company's letterhead and everything, and sending it out to those people through the mail. Snail mail. Yeah. And it's actually having pretty good results with it, you know, because it's unique. You know, it's something that we've 
gotten away from. We went to postcards and door hangers and social media and all that stuff. So people are kind of getting it. It's kind of like surprising them. So she's actually having some pretty good luck with doing the old school mail technique. So it's free or very, very low cost, I should say, you know, paper stamp or whatever. But yeah, just your time to do it. But yeah, those are some of the biggest things, like I said, that we kind of went over. So make sure, you know, you're doing referrals, getting on social media, getting on the different listings that are out there, Yelp and all those things. Make sure they're up to date. Using social media, being consistent with it, asking for referrals, home shows or local events, I should say. And then, um, you know, some different techniques like flyers and door hangers if you're really looking to really get out there. Mm -hmm. Now, I know this isn't for everybody, but choose a couple of these things and just put it out there and try it. Start seeing what works. Yeah. And I was just cracking up in my own head because I just, I think of your dad because your dad, if anything, is a fantastic organic marketer. He knows everybody, mm-hmm. he's everywhere. But, and I don't know if this is a real tactic or if this is just your dad, but he wears South County landscaping shirts literally <laughs> everywhere. He, he All the time. Think- like if he has on something else, I'm like, oh man, Doug's dressed up today. So I don't know if you want to take this as a tactic, but... Like, I can see him, like, showing up at church on Sunday with one on. So I'm not saying you have to wear one to church. But if you could just constantly have your merch on, then people will get to know you for it. So take it for what it's worth. But If he could wear it to, like you said, church or wedding, I think he would. He probably would. If your mom would let him, he probably would. Well, and he's also given it to our kids, too. So our oh, kids this wear... is something, yeah, we didn't talk about. Our kids wear it to school because they, they think it's cool. Yeah. Well, because they work there. They're, they... they're teenagers now. They're in high school. So they do work there part-time sometimes on the weekends and yeah. to help them out. And, oh, but they think they are hot stuff. It's the high-vis yellow or greenish, whatever you want to call it, color. And, yes. Yeah, they well, wear... and they've got some of the regular colors, too, but yeah. they wear them to school all the time. They do. So. They do. So it just... I think one of our members did that, too. He said, I like every Friday or something, he sends his daughter to school yeah, in, in a shirt. Yeah. And so, hey, doesn't hurt. Yeah, doesn't hurt. be anywhere and everywhere. So, again, these are all just kind of low-cost ways. There's always the paid ads and and you know postcards and stuff there's nothing wrong with those the biggest thing i would say with any of these promotions or things that you're doing to get out there is to track that and track where your leads are coming from and actually ask them you know when you're talking to them hey, oh yeah how did how'd you, you find hear, how'd you hear about us yeah. yeah don't be afraid of that and if it's working do Keep more doing of it, it. <laughs> yeah don't be afraid to test it and see something may not work in your area something may work so just get out there test them and, and the only way you can test them and track it is to monitor it so make yep. sure you're doing that But these are some great ways to kind of get out there. And this is something I always tell people that are just getting started, that are trying to keep things on a low budget. These are some excellent, excellent ways to do. And you might think, oh, these are just basic. There's no magic cure. This is going to find people. It's really finding, realizing who your audience is and try to get in front of them the best way possible. I think I've said this before. The secret to marketing is trying a whole bunch of things and seeing what works. Yeah. And the biggest way is is to track it, though. And this is something (laughs) like online stuff that we are learning. We're learning that we have to track better and and just test different things. And it might just be testing your message. So, like, go back to the, the letter. You might put it like a title or some subject or something. Change the the if wording. If you do it, it in an email, yeah. it will have a subject line. Yeah. If people aren't opening it, then just change your subject line, and you can leave the wording in the letter the yeah. same. Yeah. Or if you're finding that they open it but they don't respond to it, then maybe change up your wording inside the yeah, email. There's, there's yeah. a lot of different things you can do to test it. So don't necessarily just give up on one. Mm-hmm. I guess the other thing too, just keep in mind is it takes, I've heard anywhere from seven to 13 different touches to get a client to work with you, especially if they're cold. Yeah. So just keep in mind, if you do something once, 
Don't think it persistence just, is yeah, a, is yeah. a fine attribute <laughs> when it, it comes is. to marketing. You just have to be persistent. It is. And going back to when we had Andy Mulder on our podcast a few weeks ago, he mentioned like he's been doing social media posts for the past. I think he said four years now consistently. It might so more it's that. now catching up. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so now he's landing these big jobs. So I, I've people in our academy are like, oh, I've been posting for the past month. Okay, good. Now that, keep it up. Yeah, one month does <laughs> yeah. not a social media long-term yes. strategy make. Keep it going. Keep it going. Just it's, keep at it. I know it's maybe time-consuming, but just be consistent with it. And we do so many different things that some people struggle with, like, oh, I don't know what to say. We do so many different things out there. You can talk about literally anything. You can talk about your trucks, cleaning your trucks, sharpening blades, how you install your patio, how you install your artificial turf, whatever it is. There's so many different things we could talk about. So don't be afraid to put that stuff out. You never know what people are interested in. And I think people like a little bit of that behind the scenes mm -hmm. touch. So you just literally never know. So pick anything, literally anything that you're doing and go ahead and put it on there. Yeah, talk about why you started the business. That's a big one too. People kind of you know, pull some heartstrings there if you can. Sure. <laughs> helps out, so... But yeah, those are some great tips on how to get out there and, and get your business known to some different clients. So try them out. Let us know. Let us know if there's anything that you're doing different that we haven't mentioned here. I'd love to see it. Post in the comments. The other thing that we want to throw out there is we want to put together an episode that answers your questions. So if you have any questions about your landscaping business, knowing your numbers, anything, marketing, whatever, let us know. We want to put together a whole episode just answering your questions. So feel free to post in the comments. Email me at scott at milliondollarlandskeeper.com, whatever works best for you. And we'll get that all together. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a bunch of good questions and we'll get that together. Yeah, as soon as we can. I think that'll be fun. I yeah. love answering questions. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us and hope you have a great day. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.